Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Days of Press Play. Uh, at this point, Judith and I are imagining that we can hear the theme tune to the podcast Older and Wider. The fact no, we is, we can't because we're doing it virtually, but nope. let's pretend, Judith. Tune in, Judith. Okay. Virtually. I'm ready. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's hope Daisy can make something of that in the edit. Right. I tell uh, you what, we sound like we sound, <laughs> sound like we're trying to catch a ball and missing it every time. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> never a truer word. I don't think I've ever caught a ball in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> I've only ever caught things accidentally. <laughs> I think I was the kind of girl that was sort of taken away from ball catching and put into the uh, beanbag catching class because it Do was you know, easier. Isn't that funny? As we were, to, as you were just saying that sentence, I had imagined. The beanbag throwing in gym lessons. You're right. It's just not enough beanbag throwing in our lives anymore. (laughs) There were the other girls who were sort of vaulting the horse and swanning up the ropes and all that. Absolutely. And then in the remedial corner, (laughs) Judith, people like you and I. And as we've got older, we've got worse, haven't we? Worse. Yeah, absolutely worse. (laughs) I've got no hand-to-eye coordination (laughs) whatsoever, I'm very proud to say. Right, I'm gonna. We're going to start with some good news. We're going to start positively this week, and we'll just go downhill good. after that. Okay. Good. <clears throat> so, good news. Good news from Camberwell is that well, the roses are thriving, Judith. What the ones think, you had a zap, The ones that you zapped with the weed killer by mistake. Yeah, yeah I think I might give them another dose of weed killer. <laughs> <laughs> they have well, never looked better. Honestly. Well then, predicted by me last week. Yeah. I told you we. Well, we did the. Do you remember money. when we we shut our eyes for a bit, a bit, and we asked our oh, listeners to yes. send good vibrations? I think we might have done some sort of witch magic. Oh well, you know. But so we'll try. We might think do. of something else. Yes, it's the How? ducking stool next. That- <laughs> Well, that's very, very, very good news indeed. I'm Isn't so it? delighted because you are rather partial. To I'm, the I'm partial to my rose. I'm partial to any flowers, Judith. And uh, the other bit of good news is that I actually have, and I don't think it's a rose named after me because nobody ever told me or said, hey, you know, nice thing is happening. You might want to celebrate. But a, a, a listener of ours emailed in uh, to olderwiderpodcast at gmail.com and uh, sent a photo of a, a rose, a rich blood red rose that's actually called an eclair. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. I yeah, well, you'll get jealous, thing. Judith. Were you yeah, jealous? Very, Were you a bit jealous? Yeah, this one called Holder, is there? <laughs> Not like it to be. I bet there's a um, Judith, but it's not yours. Yes, it's Judith, Judith. Judy Dench. Yeah, <laughs> with an eye. Yeah, all right, don't rub it in. Um, <laughs> so what's let's have a little catch-up on, on the week that is. Um, I went for a lovely walk, Judith. Um, Did you? A lovely walk in Kensington Gardens. I sort of timed it right. I looked at the weather forecast oh. and it, there was a window of opportunity in London for about from about 11 o'clock till 2 o'clock. Yeah. So we set off to Kensington Gardens and it was it was really very pleasant indeed. 
Only is that the, Sorry, is that the furthest that you've been for absolutely ages? Because I'm visualising one yeah. or two trips that we've had. And I would imagine, is that, am I right in thinking that that was like the furthest you've been for months? Furthest I've been. Furthest yeah. I've been for months. Over the river um, and <sighs> through town and, yes, through Chelsea and then beyond. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it was like going, it was like going abroad, really. <laughs> It's did, like, you do, did you do a lot of window shopping? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and that was sort of great and awful at the same time because I think it's those trips through town that take me through, you know, very famous shopping streets like the King's Road that kind yeah. of destroy me slightly because everything is shut and I think quite a lot of few shops will never reopen. Oh, I'm sure. And there's a lot Absolutely. of boarding up and it's Absolutely. just a little bit tragic. But yep. Kensington Gardens was very, very pleasant. But there was... Now, now, where do you stand on this, Judith? Where do you stand? There was an adult woman, well-dressed, I mean, you know, sort of like a normal woman, feeding the pigeons and squirrels. And there were picture signs everywhere saying, please don't, do not feed the birds or the animals. <sighs> dear. Dear, dear, dear. Well, you see, I would challenge the word normal. I would challenge you. You see, you've used the word normal there, and you know, which, which to me, like she might have been dressed normal, but if she's oh, doing that next to yeah, the sign okay. saying that, it's a little bit dysfunctional. And I wouldn't mind betting that she does that every fucking day. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I think, wouldn't you think? Uh, do you know what? I yeah, you see, you've got it in one. Yeah. And I did dirty looks and then I took it. <laughs> I, I walked I walked past her again, I did a loop back on myself and I just said, I think the signs say don't do that. Oh, you intervened. You took yeah, a little step, bit. She you? just yes. absolutely ignored me. So I did had to contend myself with wagging my finger at some small children who were also <laughs> doing the same thing. Well, you know, because she was she was setting a very a, bad role model. Yeah. Obviously, and then, wasn't she? Yeah. Do you get this, Judith? After we'd done a big sort of hour-long walk, I'm lying, obviously, it was about 20 minutes. <laughs> we, we came back on ourselves. She was still there doing the same Never. thing. And as we walked towards her, there was a great swoop of pigeons that kind of just in one great mass flew at her for food. And it was just, you could feel the dirt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Good. Is all I can say. Good. I mean, well, you know, maybe, maybe, but surely that's that put put her off. I mean, no, what, I no, not... they were swooping over us. We were the ones feeling the dirt. Uh, as they as they got to her, they settled around her feet and started pecking at all oh, the crumbs for and everything. But sake. then you just it just ends in a tunnel of shit, doesn't it? It yeah, was just absolutely. this one path, beautiful path, beautifully planted on either side, and it's just going to be covered in shit. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm actually I'm getting the full picture now. I'm getting yeah. the full picture of, of of actually why this is so irritating. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I can't see the point in pigeons. They are filthy, stupid, bloody creatures, aren't they? <laughs> they are I mean, they really stupid. are. Yeah. They are. Anyway, to, to finish the story off, yes. uh, and I want to ask you a question, because it's weirdly something else that, although we have known each other for a long time, I've never asked you, I don't think. I'm Coming back scared from... now. Oh. Don't be frightened. <laughs> Going back from uh, from the Kensington Gardens uh, down the King's Road, very depressing. But the flower stores were back open. Were um, they? Yeah, and it was the, these kind of explosions of optimism and colour in just a sea of closed shops, really. And there's always a very beautiful one outside the Conran shop by the Bibendum restaurant entrance. And I stopped there, and I bought three 
dark red peonies, Judith. Ooh. Dark blood red. Were they closed? They're still closed. They were closed. They Big, fat, budded peonies. I could only wow. afford three because it was Chelsea. And I love a peony, and that's what was in my wedding bouquet. I had the pink ones. And I just Aww. thought, what was in Judith's wedding bouquet? Oh, what a lovely thing to ask me. Well, oh. which wedding? Which wedding? Which oh, wedding? well, let's go both. First one. Interestingly, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of, of of peonies as well. And there's a border which I cycle past at the moment, and they've obviously planted them out. I mean, for everybody else to see because they're you know they're like on the front or they're kind of on the road. Yeah. And it's like a show. It's it's you know they're all different shades of pink going down to deep red and oh, loads and loads and loads of, oh it's fantastic I should take a photo really um and I do I do love a peony um however so okay first wedding um April it was April and yeah. I think my mother got it into she was a bit bossy <laughs> with my first wedding if I'm honest looking <laughs> well, back now and look at the pictures anyone that's listened to back edit uh, back numbers of older and wider yeah. might remember you know, your involvement in your eldest daughter's wedding. Oh, God. And I'm thinking oh at this moment, God. pot calling kettle <laughs> black here. Anyway, oh, um, go right. on. So first wedding, yes. April. Well, she, she took it. I think she took it into her head. Um, that my that my favourite flower was was daisies, and actually oh. now when I look at a daisy, I think oh, you know, like big ones that they're all yeah. out at the moment. They're a bit ragged, aren't they? Well, um, they're lovely. They're fun, but it's yeah, not. It's yeah, yeah, yeah funnish. They're, they're a bit yeah. sort of um, you know, they're not subtle. There's no subtlety about them, are no. is there really? Yeah. So yeah. I had daisies, and I think I might have had um, freesias, which I do love. And, you know, some of it, I'm not very good with flowers, actually, but a lot of spring flowers, but a lot of daisies. And when I look back at, I've only got one one or two photos left from that wedding, actually, because I threw them away in a fit of temper. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really, you know, I think at the time it didn't really feel like me. Um, and then the second one was in October uh, to Mike, obviously. Yeah. And I think I had some, you know, those kind of dark... Um, you know, almost bluey foliage, bluey green foliage, and I think I had some dark roses, and uh, and I think I had some cream roses. Well, quite obviously, can't red and white, but so there, there were a lot of roses. I can't imagine what you look like on your wedding day. Which I think one? you should put up one. a photograph. A second one. We don't. We're not. No, 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 no. Forget oh, the first one. All right one. then. Yeah. Okay. Put up a photograph. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thinner. That'd be nice. Thinner is what. Thinner. Less wide is what I look like. Well, um, this is the anyway, great come thing on, about... tell me about yours. Now, yours is quite, well, it's very recent. <coughs> it's only a couple of years ago. So what did I you think choose? It's about, I, I think it's, well, I say, I, say it, well, I just had a bunch of peonies because um, it was a very, it was a very low key little thing. The great thing, may I just say though, for anybody thinking about weddings, it's much better getting married in your late 50s when you're already the size of a house because there's no looking back <laughs> at your wedding day going oh look at me i was so tiny and petite and all that yeah, i was i was a good size 14 then it was three years ago i'm probably 16 now judith because uh you know i have i have put on some timber and uh i didn't realize how dramatically or how much until i ordered a new bra and um, I put it on and I had to fight to get it on because, you know, I buy, <laughs> I buy bras that don't have fastenings. They're elasticated ones. And they're, if anybody wants to look them up, they're sloggy romance 
36A from Amazon. They're about 16 quid. See, I'm very impressed. Mine's got, you know, great bloody pulleys and, you know, re- wrenches and all sorts. So that's, well, I think I, mean, I might I'm be heading in that direction. Brand. Well, yeah, join the club. <laughs> anyway, you're still on the stretchy stuff. Go on. I, I, I got out. It was like getting into a, cra- a cat's cradle, you know, when <laughs> children... But it really tight cat's cradle. I put it on. I thought, well, this is quite uncomfortable. I lasted all day. I couldn't really breathe in it. <laughs> sort of kept blacking out. And then at the end of the day, when it's bath time, I, I, I kind of struggled out. And it had left a dark red welt around my back and under my arms and underneath my bosoms. It yeah. took about two hours to go. Two sizes too small, isn't it? At Can least you two actually... sizes too small. But there's nothing in the cup. I mean, I, I think I need a 38A. Do they do oh, you something mean, like yeah, that? Yeah, so, so you're kind of big around the, the your, um, yes, girth, to use that yeah. wonderful word. Your girth has got bigger, yeah. but your tits haven't. Yeah. Well, welcome <laughs> to our like world. Taking you ages to get there, isn't it? Bloody hell. The other thing that I don't know whether you're suffering from at the moment, I'm get, getting what I call the knicker roll. Do you know oh, what I mean? God. Expand a bit. I'll expand. expand. I know what you mean. Go on. Okay, I'm getting the knicker roll. And what I mean is I've got about 15 <laughs> pairs of pants. Yeah. And 10 don't really fit anymore. And I keep having to change my pants halfway <laughs> through the day <laughs> because I can't bear the discomfort. And I know when I've got the, a, the smaller style of pant on because I'll do a, I'll, I'll move and I can suddenly feel the knickers rolling down yeah. <laughs> yeah you are so right and do you know what that phenomenon yeah is one that I have never actually identified or here I've never heard anybody actually describe it as that but you are absolutely right and I can visualize it happening now you just move and then suddenly <laughs> it all rolls it's the most and you feel your actual flesh yeah. bursting over the top, <laughs> basically. Yes. And then you have to reach inside your trousers and grab the knickers and pull them up and tuck your stomach back in. Yes! Oh, God. Oh. So, you know when you buy pants? Yes. You probably buy them from somebody that's somewhere quite fancy. No, I get them from Marks, of course. Oh, do you? Okay. Like, yeah. like everybody else, OK. Yeah. Three for so five, do you buy, do you five go for three. full brief? Are you in, do you go the brief. full brief or do you oh, go God, yes. midi yeah. or mini or where do you, where, where are you on that range normally? On that scale, I'm full brief. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a full brief. What I don't like is the uh, the, the kind of there's a, a style which like a boxer short for women. Oh Shorts yes, for, I, I know don't what you mean. Done that. I don't want that. Well, no, because then it's. I don't think it encourages the knicker roll exactly, but there's something happens that happens around your buttocks, which is a kind of similar thing. Oh. I think they don't they don't sort of catch your buttocks quite that you know quite uh, no. quite well enough. Yeah. Well, we want a proper what they call apple carriers. You know, so, <laughs> because the apple of each buttock has got to be securely yes. held. Indeed. As if, you know, as if there is a hand holding each buttock gently. Yeah. Now, the other thing I have, and I get them from Amazon, I don't know whether this is going to be useful for anybody. I hope it is. They're about £7 a pair, which is quite pricey, but it um, it, may, it means that you can make a, wear a summer dress without thigh chafing. And they're a long-line panty. Oh, do you know to what stop I the talking up, I do because I yeah. know. Yes, well, we've spoken about this before. But the the, the sweaty, um, what do you call that area between your 
legs. What's it called? Your you know, thighs. It's the top yes. of your thighs that get yes. a bit sweaty yes. and they yeah, chafe and, and they stick yes. together. Yes. And and then if you're wearing a dress, you have to sort of bandy your thighs so that they don't touch and 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 have get that friction rub. So you start walking in a funny rolling kind of way <laughs> to try and stop your thighs touching. So I've got these long line knickers, and oh, they're quite have. attractive. You have yes. got them. No, but wait a minute. Aren't they? Aren't they really hot? No, because they're not a spandex. They're not like a cycling short or anything yeah. like that. They're right. actually made out of a just normal knicker oh, material. Oh, nice. So they're not they're not extra sweaty or anything like that. They're just long line, and they come mid thigh, and they've got a nice lacy effect edging a border of lace all the way around there and it's very nice and they don't ride up you sure they don't ride up they don't ride they don't ride at all very nice very nice they're super that's what what are they called what do i so i just put long line knickers for summer wear long line pants yeah yeah tell me have you had the um have you have you got the dye because last time we spoke you were going to dye a load of crappy underwear um from the underwear drawer it's um, not been done shade. yet, Judith. It oh, hasn't been right. done yet. Um, okay. Uh, all I can say is the dye has arrived. I've got a pink. So I'm chucking... I might do that this afternoon. How, oh, I, I need to hear all about these. What sort of what sort of pink have you have you got to dye everything in? Well, in when you look them up... Uh, I go for Dylon. It's the what, it's the make that I'm most familiar with. Yes. I mean, other people oh, yes. might use some. Yes. Uh, other dyes are available. Indeed. We don't mind. If there's a dye company that wants to sponsor our podcast, we, we're really up for it. Okay. Or indeed send us some dyes. <laughs> we could go mad, couldn't we? We'd go yeah, fucking I've, mad everywhere. Right. I've gone for a, a mid-pink. It's just a sort of... It's not the shocking pink. It's not a fuchsia. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a peony pink, I'm hoping. Very nice. Um, and I've just got these old linen trousers and all my bras and pants anyway judith that's that's this afternoon for me that's probably that i'm probably going to get dying this afternoon now what exciting things have been happening with you this week well quite a lot we've had we had a sort of surprisingly busy week really but um big excitement is that we've got the boat in the water jenny's got the boat in the water yep Yep. yep, beautiful photo on Instagram, the uh, older and wider podcast Instagram page. It's a great photo. It's a good photo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's one of the few photos that I've seen of myself, which I quite like, actually. Yeah, you look um, really thin. That's why I liked it. <laughs> We finally got the sodding thing in the water yeah. um, after a lot of bloody palaver because it's not easy moving boats around and getting yeah. them to the right bit of the river to get them in. But anyway, got, got it in. And, and it uh, looked like a beautiful day. Oh, it was gorgeous yesterday. I mean, it was a bit patchy, you know, because yeah. obviously the weather's broken a bit, hasn't it? But yes, yes, we, it coincided with a lovely bit of um, sunshine. And it was, you know, I, I mean, it was a bit nerve wracking, really. Sort of, you know, might might push me into the river and do something really spiteful. So, because to get the photo, I thought, well, I've got to try it out on my own, haven't I? I've never been, yeah. do you know, I've never been... On the water, in a boat, I don't think, on my own with a pair of oars. Sort of ever, yeah. really. So yeah. so he pushed me out and took, took, took some photographs. And he said, you're going to have to... You know, be, I said, so obviously, I said, whoa, hold on a minute. How am I going to get back? Whoa, shit. How do I get back? <laughs> and he said, well, you'll be all right, but don't make sure you get back before the weir. And I'd completely fucking forgotten that there is actually where we put the boat in, a weir. I mean, it's miles away. It's oh, pretty geez. miles away. <laughs> 
from, you know, like a, three football pitches away. But I thought, shit, what am I going to do? Yeah, so that, yeah, immediately. You're going over Niagara Falls yes, in your little boat. over Niagara. Over, over Niagara. <laughs> Teetering on the edge I was already. Yeah, Absolutely. Immediately. You know that it would actually take a good half an hour of rowing to get you anywhere near. But in our brains, <laughs> it's, it's literally seconds away. <laughs> It's because we live on the precipice of disaster and catastrophe yeah, exactly. constantly. Yeah. yeah so yeah, did yeah. you go back so for Mike so that he could save Well, of course I weir. did. But, I mean, it worked, actually, because it, it gave me the adrenaline I needed, which, yeah. which was, you know, massive sort of, you know, frantic Jolt. kind of oaring yeah. to get yeah. back to him and throw, throw him the rope and get on. And we did a little bit of a sail down the river. Not a lot, yeah. not a lot. But I tell you what was fantastic, Jenny. Yeah. Is we sort of went past some the bottom of all these people's back gardens. Oh, bliss! Yeah, yeah. It was it was like the kind of nautical oh. equivalent of being on the top deck of a bus and looking into people's gardens. Oh, great! But it was Were there some good that. ones. There was some, oh, my, oh, you you bet. And oh. um, the nice thing is that of course you're very. It's like you like this sort of stealth bomber, you yeah. know, this torpedo because you're obviously silent. And people aren't expecting something to come sailing by because it's not like a, it's a really busy part of the river. It's only yeah. tiny. And, yeah, so you sail past and you've got plenty of time to really have a good look. Thinking, drink it oh, in. That's, yeah, drink it in. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know, look at that. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Did you see any furniture. nice patio furniture? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no really else. nice patio, patio furniture. to sex. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of that. And, um... But I tell you what one of the gardens had. They had this kind of outdoor area yeah. that didn't have a front on it. It was open at the front, right? And it had kind of, um, you know, balustrades or something, for want of a better word. And then they got a sofa and kind of wrap and cushions and bean bags all looking towards the river. But it was like open, you know, it's like an yeah. open living room. Gorgeous. That's your really thing, though, Judith. That. You mentioned the word open living room last week oh, when you watched uh, White did Lines. I? Yeah, but you said what you really enjoyed most about the programme, White Lines, was the open living rooms in Ibiza. Yes, as opposed That's to what the orgies. <laughs> yeah, sex, the yeah. incestant sex. And then somebody else had, had, had built this tree house, but like on stilts. So that you could climb up, it's like a, you know, a kid's paradise, you could climb up it and you could see down on the river and down the river, right for a stretch. Oh, oh my God. That was a, you know, God. the den to die for. Yeah, but I don't think you, you shouldn't let kids in that. It's waste on kids. Oh, I wouldn't absolutely. let any kids in there. Be yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd pull up the rope ladder and I'd be there. I'd be mine. <laughs> So yeah. what about news on the dog? Well, as you know, last week I was a little bit worried about, yeah. um, well, you know, whether it was with all the scams going on and the yeah. difficulties in lockdown and everything, I was actually starting to get, well, well, when you said, when I said I'd paid the deposit, but I hadn't seen a photo, yeah. I did yeah. start to get a little bit worried because I hadn't seen a photo. We got a few emails, um, didn't we, as well, into we our did. account, into our yes, uh, older and wider account about people we saying did. you've got to be very careful. Yes, yes, yeah. Which And that's right, you know, you've got to be extremely careful. And also I think a lot of people say, saying that why don't you adopt and and that that would be a, a whole load better and i did look at adoption and there weren't many open and there weren't many dogs available actually i think they're being snapped up like at like masses yeah. of dogs in this in lockdown anyway i i got a photo of the dog and i think you know she's a great breeder she's in kennel club it you know and she's actually much less expensive than a lot of puppies at the moment which i think are yeah. all very good signs but now she's got on her website because she is a proper breeder. She's got on. She's got a little link to um, you know their progress, and she sent me a first photograph of her. 
Oh, is it a her well. dog, a she dog? It's a her dog. It's yeah, a she yeah. dog. And she's got a little stripe of white. She's black, a black cocker spaniel. Yeah. And she's got a little stripe of um, white underneath her chin, down yeah, her but chest. But you can breed her, can't you? Now you've got oh, one. Now no, you've got a girl dog. You can send it out to work. <laughs> well, that's what the girls are already saying. It's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? But, you know, one step at a time. But no, I think, I mean, she's real. And I am really starting to get excited now. I've wanted a dog for such a long time. And have you started you know. buying all its kit, all the bowls and well, I baskets? I haven't started buying anything, but I tell you what, just, you know, because it's years since I had a puppy. I mean, I yeah. think it must be 20 years. And, of course, it's a bit like... Well, it's a lot like, isn't it? Sort of expecting, yeah. you know, and kind of getting out your nursery. Um, and it's so many more, there were so many more things on the market than there were when, when we had Pip, you know, um, <laughs> and a lot more paraphernalia. I can see that I'm going to have to have to buy, not, including trainer pads. Because now I think when you're puppy training, they have these, you know, these, these like kind of, um, you know. Um, Is it like an incontinence and, pad? Well, yes, but I don't think you put, oh, don't put them on the dog, I don't think. I think You, you just them leave the them somewhere in the kitchen and that's where if it's going to wee, yes. it can wee there. Yes, yes. I, I might think put it must some be down for me. Yeah. <laughs> I might leave a trail <laughs> down the house. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Interestingly, I googled that and then instantly what came up on my, on my screen were um, human ones. You yeah. know, like you, because obviously the computer is thinking, no, she doesn't mean puppy pads. She means yeah. what she yeah. needs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, and uh, no, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. I have no idea what we're going to call her. And um, well, it'd be nice to get some ideas really from the gang. Well, Love some well, ideas. Well, I shall knit it a, a, a blanket for its basket. Uh, because, oh, you know, because you I am, I am the doggy's auntie, obviously. I've, but I, I have to say, um, I've got a, a, a new nephew, a new doggy nephew, uh, before your one, because uh, my brother's dog arrived. I put oh, a cheese, cheese has yes, arrived. Well, it's, it's actually called Enzo cheese. It's called Enzo cheese Chalamet styles. Um, <laughs> and so choose Chalamet Styles. And that is because I've got a 19 year old niece who's a bit of a fan of Timothy Chalamet and Harry Styles. So she's insisting that Chalamet and Styles get in there. Oh, it, how it is. I put a picture up. I've, I've nicked a picture off their Instagram and yeah. put it on our Instagram. So, because I know our lot like doggies and it is a pretty, it's a whippet. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, how yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Yeah. And okay. I, I, hear, I saw another photo on our Instagram of you uh, cutting Mike's hair. He looked absolutely petrified. Yes, he did, didn't he? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in fact, I think I put the picture... It's, it's become our notice board, hasn't it? It's yeah. become the gang notice board, actually, Instagram. Scrapbook. And yeah, yeah, it has. <laughs> I think I, I put up that he looked like he was shitting himself, or he might yeah. shit himself, and somebody immediately replied saying, I think he already has, because he does look absolutely <laughs> terrified. <laughs> yes, he really did. He was doing that thing that you do when somebody's cutting your hair, of kind of looking, you know, fixing what I was doing with my hands, whilst yeah. looking really really frightened um i didn't do too badly i think it's a bit lopsided but i haven't told yeah, him that i think tell. it is a little bit yeah. lopsided yeah he can but... always he can always have his head on one side you know, <laughs> even it out jaunty <laughs> bit of... at a jaunty yeah. angle ja jaunty angle just <laughs> just nod your head a bit and you'll look all right it's fine but you didn't stop at the hair did you, you didn't stop no, at the hair I on didn't. his head no no well because but, no what what happened is that he um i've seen i've done this once or twice but i really I, ha I have to say i went further than i've done before but on his electric razor he's got this thing that flips out for kind of doing the shoulder hair you know because he's has jeff got so, shoulder no, hair no hasn't not he? really no where does his hair stop then well, it's it's very grey. He's got is it sort of goes. It's on his chest, and it sort of spreads up towards the shoulders. And there's a little, maybe if you wisped on his shoulder, not really, not enough. Right, no, right, not right. enough for me to get the clippers out. Did you do uh, his shoulders? Oh, I did. Yeah, I did his shoulders, and I mean, it really, it, it, it's right down to sort of like midway. You know where your t-shirt would come up. You know, it's a short sleeve t-shirt comes right down to there, or it yeah. did do. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, I had a good old mo all the way around there. All oh the way up, both gosh. shoulders, around the back. And I did a sort of clippy thing around the hairline at the back. Really, really enjoyed it. Honestly, really, you, really, there really was a, enjoyed for it. a moment, I thought, well, gosh, she's going to have to open a salon specialising in the weird shit, you know, call it Judas Goose and Grooming. <laughs> but I've just realised, you know, you're getting this girl dog. You can get that breeding. And then you can do a doggy parlour. Oh, I could have a doggy parlour. Absolutely. Could, yes. We've got all kinds of sort of oh, part-time jobs lined up for you. Have, you're going to open your have. beer garden. And then while they have a pint, you can do some grooming on yeah, their dogs. Yeah, yeah, and I can do some art lessons in the studio. <sighs> I mean, let's face it, nobody's going to commission me to write anything ever again. So <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Just as bloody well, now, isn't it? Now, stop it. We'll have another show out in a couple of years' time, mm. but the theatres need to open first. They certainly do. They certainly do. Now, listen, I want to ask you something that I haven't asked you for ages, which is how is your mum? You must be oh. desperate to see her. This week was very hard. Uh, when it came to all that, actually, I had a, I did have a big cry because she got really upset last week because her fridge freezer, it's one unit fridge freezer, top half is a fridge, bottom half is a freezer. And she'd oh, yeah. obviously left the fridge door open and it had iced over, but it had done it within like a day. She had six inches of ice at the back of her oh, fridge God. and she was trying to laugh about it. She said, oh, it's funny, really, because there's a jar of jam. There's a jar of jam suspended in the ice. It looks like it's hovering. It looks oh like the fridge is, is haunted by a jar of jam. I've taken everything else out, but I can't get the jar of jam out oh, because a lot it's of stuck ice. in this wall that's of ice. a bloody lot of ice. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And she's doing things like trying to her crappy old hair dryer on it. And, of course, you know, that's just, you, you just think, hold on. 
I've got a very elderly woman, not very steady on her, fe her feet, yeah. oh, with God, an electric yes. hairdryer and a <gasps> fridge full right. of ice. This could, oh you know, God. actually, you're bang! Right. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, it was, and, you know, she was putting bowls of water in and it was still, and then trying to attack it with a knife. And you just thought, oh, this is Lord. just, you know, mm, it's got hospital yeah. all over it, hasn't it? Yeah. So anyway, fortunately, in the end, she phoned her cleaners who came back. And they, these women, there's two of them, and they've come every Monday uh, to shop and clean for her. And they have saved the day on so many occasions now. It's embarrassing. And we're sort of 250 miles away, yeah. feeling yeah. shit and useless. And the thing is, because um, I wrote an article about this, or well, some of the article was about this, uh, for The Independent. And I am allowed to go and see my mother. There are no restrictions on how far you go to visit somebody, but I'm not allowed to stay overnight. So I have this dilemma. And, um, you know, the trouble is, if you put anything like this on Twitter or social media, everyone tells you what to do. And it doesn't really help because, you know, I do feel a bit stuck. I have two options. One is to brave public transport and to oh, take two trains. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I wouldn't do that. Well, I'm I don't, sure you know. That. Uh, you know, but if I did tr uh, trains, then I could go there and back in the day uh, in a day, and I wouldn't have to go in her house. I'd obviously have to wee in the bushes, but you know, I, I, but if somebody, I don't drive on motorways, and I know it's one of the most pathetic things about me, but there aren't many things that I'm really wet about. No. But one of the, my greatest weaknesses is I cannot drive on a motorway. I've never driven on a motorway. I have a huge motorway phobia. I picture myself crashing all the time. I mm. cannot. Can I just say here for on behalf of the nation, but I, I do feel that it would be a good <laughs> idea to not take it up. I think, I think, I think you, you know, you, you know my quo. limits, don't you? I do. You do. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And this, it's not, it's not a silly thing. I'm not being babyish. Um, I've done many quite brave things in my life. I can't you do have. motorways. So I have to rely on someone taking me. Now, Jeff's 71. <sighs> you know, can I really ask him? He's offered, but I've, I've, my mother thinks it's a bloody silly idea. And she says, well, you know, I don't want you to come if it's, it means that. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, he'd have to drive me there and back. It could be a 12-hour return trip. Yeah, um, it's a long way to go there. It's a long way, day, to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. So I'm waiting t until they say you can stay the night. Yep. Um, yep. And then I'm going to sort of, you know, my sister will take me and we'll go together. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll yeah, all, yeah. we'll all end up fighting and it'll be an absolute disaster. <laughs> my mother will throw us out and go, oh, God, it was better but without it sounds, you. But it sounds like your mother's keeping her shit together, is she? I mean, she's... Oh, yeah. She's, I've gone, when yeah. I cried on the phone to her, she said, oh, and I went, I just, I'm see you. And she said, well, if you're going to be like that, I don't want you to come. Oh, bless her. She's, oh, I mean, you know, God. God, right thing to say, oh, right thing to say, yeah, pull yourself together. It'll happen, it'll happen. It'll happen, it'll happen soon. Anyway, yeah. I just want to report uh, before we go into our culture roundup that I made my very first frittata this week. Did you? Yes, I did. Very nice. Now, remind me what's in a frittata. I'm never oh, sure. Dude, it's not much as in a frittata, just a load of leftovers. It's one of those things that's useful. If you've got, you know, you over boil potatoes. Every time you make boiled potatoes, little baby new potatoes, <laughs> you do too many. Yes, There's always three or four knocking yeah, around yeah, the yeah. next day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so a couple of old new, bo uh, couple of boiled potatoes, <laughs> handful of peas, 
Yeah. Uh, bit of spring onion, maybe. Mm. So I've, I've had a glut of asparagus. Mm. Never sure whether I really like asparagus or not. So All why isn't it an omelette? Why isn't it just called an omelette then? Why is it? Why well, is it? Why is it called um, a frittata? Well, well, I, mine was an oven baked frittata for starters. But that's beside the point. That's just because you know I bought that pie tin that you made me buy for making oh, that yes. apple pie. Oh, and I yes. thought I can't just sit there. It's got to. Be, you've got to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you grease that up a bit. You chuck in this handful of uh, leftover oh. veg. Three eggs on top, whisked with a load of parmesan cheese or other cheeses, you know, depends. Yep. Use a recipe, don't trust me. Uh, and then you bung it in the oven for about 20 minutes. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Right. So it's like a baked, it's a baked omelette then really with leftovers, yes, isn't it? but it's quite high. What you're really wanting is something that you can cut into a slice. Well, that sounds very good. I'm very impressed. That wasn't um, very nice, really, to be quite honest. Why don't you like, why don't you, see, I, I, with asparagus, because there's a lot of asparagus around at the moment, and around here there are quite a few places that you can get where it's, you know, they've kind of grown it themselves. Uh, and I love asparagus, but I, I always put it, I roll it in um, Parma ham. So you get like a cluster of two or three and just roll it in a bit of Parma ham and then sprinkle it with Parmesan and put it in the oven. I think that's a much better way of doing it than having oh. it dripping with butter. There you go. Well, I don't like butter, so I never have it with butter. I oh, just put it you? in stir fries and stuff. Yeah. Oh. oh I just. Oh, okay. uh, or I might make some soup. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, a nice bit of asparagus. Yeah, you can't go wrong with asparagus soup. You'd be oh, stinking you when you go for the wee, but they're very nice. Absolutely. <laughs> right now, it's time for the uh, cat of the culture roundup. Have you finished? I captured the castle. I finished. I captured the castle. Very much enjoyed it. It was a very, good. very, very good steer. I really liked it. I just think that uh, why has this never been? Uh, why did she never write a sequel? That's what mm. really puzzled me because it was really crying out for five years later or yes, even, you know, the war years, what happened. A bit like, you know, the Cazalettes where it get, went through. The, anyway, uh, I have not finished my books because they're, st they're two big ones. Uh, I'm still on the Beatles one by um, Craig Brown and Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell, which, again, I can only take in tiny mouthfuls because there's the, the writing about a child being ill is just, I, I have to keep turning it off because I can't Ooh, bear it. Uh, Telly Wise, Judith, what's caught your eye? Uh, we started Mad Men from the beginning, which oh. I, yeah, I don't know why we didn't really sort of get into at the time. So we've done that very, very good, obviously. Everybody, all the gang will have already listened, uh, watched it, won't they? But just fantastic, fantastic. Well, do you know what? I didn't, I didn't take to it because I didn't go in at the beginning. And I think that if you're going to do these big box sets, you've got to, You've got to sort of put time and energy in and go right at the beginning and concentrate. Oh, yes. yes, you have. So, concentrate, that yeah. being the operative word. Yes, I yeah. couldn't agree more. Because we, we're on The Sopranos, which we've done properly, you know, from the beginning. We've just yes. finished series one and it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. So we're going to Is binge. It? Oh, Is it? Yeah, I think it's absolutely it's phenomenal. It's, What's it's it about, just, actually? Well, it's about, um, it's about a mafia family. Um, and well, one of the the um, mafia family, one of the commandos, one of the um, uh, capos, the, you know, is uh, seeing a psychiatrist. So he goes to see a psychiatrist, and via his um, chats with a psychiatrist, you you see how his life is being panned out. You know, his family, and it's it's basically how you can be in the mob, but you know. It's all very domestic at the same time. It's it's beautifully done. And James Gandolfini playing uh, Tony Soprano is yeah. just 
uh, it's one of those once in a lifetime roles that comes up for actors that you just yeah. sort of fit right. like an, a second skin and it's just gorgeous now the other thing we have enjoyed and i don't think you'd like it but i do want you to have a look at it because you've right. got to set me some homework um i'm going to set you some homework and i reckon you'll last 10 minutes but i do want you to give it 10 minutes and it's on netflix and it's a skin <laughs> it's on netflix and it's a series called skin wars Oh. And it's body painting. It's competitive body painting. And I cannot recommend it more highly. Wait a minute. Is this body... This is not tattooing. This is not permanent. No, it's not no. tattooing. Okay. It's Good. airbrushing and painting. And um, they Weird. do things like camouflage Weird. art. So you have a naked girl. I mean, she's got pants and pasties on yeah. uh, over her tits. But she's lying on a, a vegetable display. And you can't see her because they're skills. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, it's just, it's worth watching because, you know, the, the very early episodes, there are some people that aren't that brilliant, but as it get, goes further on in the series, you know, you're left with the really shit-hot body painters, and I just found it fascinating. But there you go. That's our Book and Telly Roundup of the Week. Uh, quick look at emails, Judith. Uh, well, yes, there's been a, been a little bit of telling off, really. Yeah, um, Leslie, head girl, that's her, She that was a self-appointed um title that she's given herself and I can see why and she's quite right because she said because we last week we were talking about how we couldn't you know we'd find it difficult to live without Mike and Jeff respectively yeah. and that we are they do horses. all the boring jobs well yeah. yeah they do all the shit pile you know they do the kind of paying the bills and all that yeah. shit you know re renewing I saw what Mike's been doing oh. yes they've been renewing you know insurance house insurance oh. but I can't tell you how much Dull. I hate to do that yeah I'd hate it. I'd be bad yeah. at it. I'd just accept the first one. I'd be shit. Yeah. Anyway, I think Leslie, brackets head girl, got the impression that we were, well, I know, got not, I mean, she, she's saying sort of man up, really, for goodness yeah. sake. If you were on your own, like I have been for a few years, you'd be fine, you know, stop whinging. And yeah, yeah she accused us of being wusses. <laughs> She did, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, you also got told off about the boiler oh, man, and I came. To, I think I I wanted to come to your um, defence at this point because the only reason why you didn't let the boiler man use the loo was COVID. No, no well, other course. reason. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've, I would. You know, I've never refused anyone using the loo in the house ever. Nor would I even begin to think of doing that. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was against the rules. And and as he asked, I was thinking, oh God, poor man. But actually. You know, like the girls have been in the garden and they've never been, they've never been to the loo and, and sort of like, no, I don't think I can really. Yeah. Um, so no, I mean, you know, so no, uh, I, I know not guilty. Sort of, not I know guilty. that because if you were toilet fussy, you wouldn't let me go in the house, not even in peacetime. That is very true. That <laughs> yes. is very, very true. Anyway, um, re last read week's uh, yes. Dead Mouse okay, story. Yeah. So um, this was because we talked about, I think I talked about somebody as a student finding a dead mouse in the toaster yeah. and nobody could ever work out what the smell was. So this lady, she hasn't told us her name. She wants to remain um, anonymous yeah. um, and it will be apparent why. So hi, Judith and Jenny. Do so enjoy the podcast and thought you might like the following. In the long ago 80s, mm, I know what she means. When I was young and had the energy to read classics, yeah, can't be asked with it now, I'm older. Yeah, we get that. I was reading Therese Raquin by Emile Zola. Ooh, get her. And found my life absurdly echoing that of the unfortunate heroine. She writes well, doesn't she, this lady? Yeah, yeah. Um, the novel is about a young married woman who embarks on an affair. She and her lover murder the poor husband and appear to have got away with it, except... 
when they have sex, an odour of rotting corpse material. odour. Yeah, from nowhere. It gets worse and worse until, well, it all ends in misery and death. There's Zola for you. Oh, can I take okay. over now? Please do, yeah. At that time, I had a long-distance steady boyfriend who I didn't see all that often. And it happened that I met someone local and found myself embarked on a steamy affair. But not locking into this relationship, I noticed a faint whiff of putrefaction whenever we had sex at my place. <laughs> it hung in the bedroom. Nay, it seemed to come from the bed itself. Day two, it was worse. I checked under the bed, shook out the bedclothes, took the, out the pillow. Nothing. Put it back in case. Day or night, should I say. Night three, still worse. A distinct smell a putrefaction wherever I laid my head on the pillow <laughs> Teresa Rakan wasn't doing too well either by this time in the no- novel our heroine felt like she was making love to the rotten corpse of her husband every Absolutely. time she tried to have sex with her lover yeah. and I was beginning to know how she felt in desperation I stripped the bed completely and as I shook out the pillow for the second time a dead mouse <laughs> tumbled out from the pillowcase in a fold neatly flattened semi-mummified and all too obviously a trophy placed there by my cat I remember Mm. the cat was an excellent mouser but was she perhaps trying to see off my lover or compete for my affection with the beautiful gift anyway happy to say I soon tidied up my love life and everything turned out better for me than poor old Therese good 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 well we're pleased about that what a brilliant bloody story not only a great story it's great yarn but I love you know there is poetry there there's poetry in it Uh, and symbolism metaphor a plenty we like it I might nick it it. I might nick it and put it in a book Uh, and that's made me actually want to read some Emil Zola I've never Mm. read any before talking of uh stories and that sort of thing just in case anybody's interested little lifetimes and now the first one is it's performed by pauline mcglynn and you will find it on bbc sounds lovely i think the gang will enjoy that okay great do keep sending us some emails we love to hear from you um as long as you're not telling us off but uh i suppose that comes with the territory um i think they're like-minded women judith i think yes, they are <laughs> yes and it is olderwiderpod at gmail.com. So do yeah. send, yeah. So, and keep listening and, you know, and posting things on the Instagram notice board. And look after yourselves, really. Yes, yes. I, I second okay. that. I second that. I'm exhausted Good. now, Judith. Oh, I, I didn't too. have a Diet Coke for this programme. Oh, and I'm going to have to go and lie down for a bit. Oh, you yeah. can lick I some chocolate. Some, yes, I am. And uh, I shall speak to you next week. And I'll look Lovely. forward to more yeah, doggy news, boat news, anything news, whatever you've got up your sleeve. Love you okay. and leave you. Uh, okay. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we shall speak again very soon. Yeah. Bye, Jenny. Nice to talk Bye. to you. Bye, gang. Bye, gang. Hello gang, Judith here. Just a footnote to say that since we recorded the podcast, um, we think that the lockdown rules have slightly relaxed and that we're allowed to go and stay with uh, somebody that needs some support. And so, uh, really just to say that I think Jenny might be allowed to go and see her mum in the not too distant future, just in case you all get anxious and um, very kind and telling us that actually we can go. Uh, But yeah, there we are. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.